Hi, I'm Steve Westerly, and this is Beneficial Intelligence, a new weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. This week, irrational optimism. IT people are optimistic. Maybe that comes from the fact that we're not really subject to the laws of physics like other people are. We're building things out of pure mind power. We're simply manipulating symbols and we can do whatever we feel like. A builder cannot suddenly decide to change the foundation in the middle of a construction project. But IT people can easily decide that, hey, there's a better object relational framework. So we'll just strip out whatever is beneath our whole construction and swap it out with something else. In theory, that works. In practice, it doesn't work as well. But our optimism makes us believe that it does. When we create project plans, we suffer from the same kind of irrational optimism. There was a classic book written by Fred Brooks back in 1975, so that's more than 40 years ago. He identified some of our problems, some of the problems that we're still struggling with. One of them is our schedule optimism. So we're expecting everything to go according to plan. And there is indeed a probability that things will go according to plan. But in the systems we're constructing, we have so many moving parts. There are so many things that even if almost all of them go to perfection, then we're still going to have some delays. And for some reason, it has become bad style to actually add some overhead, some space for overhead in our project plans. That's called padding the estimate and it's frowned upon. We think that we can just, because we're just doing things out of pure, simple manipulation, then we can get away with anything. But if we have, even if we have a 99% chance of everything going wrong for a specific task, we still have hundreds or thousands of tasks, 99% probability of things going wrong, of things going right for per task, and you have 100 tasks, that gives you only 37% probability that everything goes right. And that's really what happens. Another case where we're overly irrationally optimistic is when we're building business cases. There's a company called WeWork that basically rent out co-working space. And they were trying to um, do an IPO to go public to sell their stocks. And investors looked at their business case and found out that it didn't hold water. So they had to uh, drop their IPO because investors weren't really buying their over-optimistic assumptions. So they've retrenched and now they're now they're back again trying to uh, go public again. Now they've found another way of doing it. Kind of a uh, fashionable workaround, 
around all the requirements for an IPO. So they're merging with a special purpose acquisitions company, a SPAC, which means that they can promise the world. And they do. So their, their revenue projections, they're just flat for the last three years, but they're expecting that next year is going to be tremendous. And the next year after that is going to be even better. And from here on into the stratosphere with their revenue. That looks just like an IT business case. It's always something that in the near future, everything is going to start going straight up. Rarely happens that way. I often see uh, investor cases, the business cases when a startup is wants to pitch their idea to investors. And I look at their business cases and uh, there's a lot of irrational optimism there. Now, I like optimism. I like the idea of people trying to create something that isn't there before. But if you want investors to put up millions to put into your project, you need to have a solid business case. I often support projects on Kickstarter and similar platforms. <laughs> Those projects, yeah, they are also optimistic, but I'm only betting a couple of hundred dollars on some cool gadget. And I want to support development. I want to support enthusiasts who want to create something. But these these cases, the schedule optimism is um, very marked in uh, in these uh, Kickstarter projects, these crowd sun, crowd for crowdfunded projects. I have my uh, my longest running one is a set of headphones that will, in addition to playing sound, it will actually uh, record your EEG, your brain activity. So it can tell if you're in focus. In principle, it could even, you know, give you better music to keep you in focus. But just the idea of your regular headphones would actually would actually measure your focus. It was supposed to ship in December 2017. I'm still waiting. But they're promising that this month, this month, they really will ship. There is so much optimism in IT that as a CIO or CTO, you need to have some pessimists on your team as a counterweight to all of this optimism. That can be hard to find the right kind of pessimism in your organization. Now, you have whole departments that are dedicated to pessimism. They are legal and compliance. And they are so dedicated to pessimism that they will try to kill any new idea. That's not really what you want. What you're looking for is a kind of pragmatic pessimism. A kind of realistic look at what is likely to happen. What could go wrong? What can we do about it? Many people find that it's hard to find that inside their own organization which is why that's one of the things that I'm helping my customers with. But you do need to have some kind of counterweight to the inherent optimism in your IT organization so your projects don't fall prey to irrational optimism. Thank you for listening to Beneficial Intelligence, a weekly podcast with stories and pragmatic information for CIOs and other IT leaders. If you like the content, please spread the word. If you have comments, 
please get in touch. My contact information is in the show notes. See you next week.